ladies and warm-blooded men who enjoy threesomes, and here author of The Best Tinder Guide, on the World Wide Web, on the Cyber Web, and guy who apparently needs his ass kicked. This is the Inner Winner Show. Let's fucking go. Actually, it's the Kill Your Inner Loser Show. Let's fucking go. So, what's that kicking my ass thing about? We went for a walk not too long ago. And- we like to walk sometimes. Walks are good. Mm-hmm. If you've never walked anywhere before in your life, guys, like I highly recommend trying to walk. It's good. Babies do it. You can do it too. And there was this erratic woman walking. An erotic her. woman. Yep. Erratic. She was very erotic, very erratic as well. And she told me that I need, I, I look like I need to get my ass kicked. She was crazy. She was on crack or something. But yeah, apparently I need to, I look like I need to get my ass kicked. So if anyone mm-hmm. wants to kick my ass, highly, I'm, I'm up for that. I'm up for that. Always up for a good ass kicking. Let's make it happen. So we've delayed for long enough. We met some chick and we had sexual coital relations with her in the vagina. This one was in the vagina instead of around the vagina. And we thought we'd actually have a little chat about it and talk about it. We haven't done one of these for a while, have we? One of these like post-mortems of of sexual intercourse. I guess you would call them- What do the kids call them? What do the pickup artists call them? Lay reports. Lay report. This is a lay report. This is an official lay report. We met this girl on your Tinder. Mm -hmm. For anyone who doesn't know, your Tinder is set up looking for girls- uh, and you mentioned that you're bisexual. We have a couple of pictures of us, but it's mostly like you on the profile. In the bio, we have that you're in an open relationship. It just says in an open relationship, uh, we're both into BDSM and we're both very good at teaching. Mm-hmm. We get quite a lot of hits on that. We screen very hard. We look for a very specific type of girl and this chick fixed, fitted everything we're looking for. She's like total fucking sweetie, very attractive. Dresses like a fucking tomboy. And then you get her naked and she's like really fucking hot. I like tomboys. I actually yeah. like that tomboy look because she's really young. She's like 18. She wore overalls when she came to saw- see us. Yeah, it was very cute. Fucking adorable. Mm. Has an absolutely perfect fucking body. And we went- We're on holiday. We were on holiday when we met her. We're moving somewhere else. For anyone who knows Australia, we're moving to the Gold Coast. We're moving from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. And even if you don't know Australia, just hear the name Gold Coast. That's fucking cool. We're moving somewhere with a cool name. And so, we were there on holidays, checking it out, looking at apartments, shit like that. We matched with this chick. We said, why not? We're here anyway. We're going to move here anyway. Let's, you know, meet this chick for at least a casual drink and see what she's like. So, we had a drink at a- in a shopping center. They had a pop-up In a shopping bar. mall. They have a bar in this fucking, yeah, little pop-up bar. Mm-hmm. It was dope as fuck. We- We've been slowing down a lot of our dates recently. And for anyone listening that, don't stress. We're going to talk about sex in a little bit, you horny fucks. But we'll talk about like the pre-date and stuff or the date. We've been slowing our dates down a lot. Or we've wanted to. And this was the first time we've actually done it. Because we've wanted to. We've had like what? Like 25 threesomes at this point in time? I'm not counting. That's called a humble brag. So, gentlemen, if you want to just like throw, if you want to brag about something, just do it the way I did. Just be like, we've had like what, like 25 threesomes or whatever? Like, not saying we're cool, but we're just cool. We've had sex with 25 girls. So, it's actually more than 25 threesomes. That's another humble brag. Point being, at this point, we've had more than enough sex with girls. Yep. And what we're looking for now, rather than just having casual sex, is like, let's look for girls that we're going to see for a long time. And so, we've been intentionally slowing it down not having sex on the first date, like intentionally so. Even this date, I said to you, I kind of wanted to, I was like very into her. And so were you, but it's like, nope, stick to the plan. Don't have sex with her. 
I mean, we kind of did. We cheated. We cheat. You, you say we cheated. So we had this date. It was a really good date. And then mm-hmm. I was like, we went away afterwards. We said like, you know, goodbye. This it was, was like fun. ten minutes later. You're like, ten minutes do later. You want I was to like, invite her yeah. over tonight. I was like, should we just fuck her tonight? And mm-hmm. you were like, today. And I was like, yeah, it's a separate date. So it's not. It's not the first <laughs> date. And so we saw her like four hours later or something. Yep. The the date itself was cool. We made. You got to hold. Oh, when we first met her, we made little clay. Yeah, boy. So I guess we can let's relate this. So we made these little cute little models. You gotta hold yours up to the camera. Oh, I can't. Anyone listening on Spotify, you gotta cover your face to the camera. Look at that shit. So you made a little pig and I made this cute little fox. I'm actually impressed I did a good job. Mm-hmm. This was I'm not artistic. I'm autistic, as a lot of my audience would know. And for any shout outs to any autistic people out there. I probably actually have autism. I pro- I'm probably just re- no, I'm I'm getting confused. I'm retarded. Those are different. Yeah, I get those th- those two confused. So, for anyone listening on Spotify, we made these cute little clay models. And, you know, I, I, I used to have these really fun dates that I would go on with girls where I would just try and, like, have fun and enjoy myself. I'd go around high-fiving random strangers with the girl. Or we'd sit in the park and we'd just make, like, funny jokes about random people that walk past. And I think I'd kind of stopped doing that after a while. And we just settled into, like, those just, like, drink Grab dates. a drink, Yeah. Yeah. And so we we bought these little clay. It's just like clay and you make your own fucking model thing. You can make whatever you want in it. We'd bought them. And before we met her, I was like, should we just make these fucking like stupid clay models with her? And you were like, I mean, we could. And so we went and got it. We bought a third one. We weren't planning on it. We sat down. She made a little penguin, which we don't have here. And the point that I'm trying to make here is like, have fun on your dates, guys. Like, they don't have to be this serious. I get that when you go on a date, you're fucking nervous. You're terrified. You're like, oh my God, like, when do I make a move on her? How do I make a move? Do I kiss her? Do I invite her back to my place? It's like, you're allowed to slow it down and just enjoy being in the moment. Like, yes, I encourage you early on to push yourself and ask her back to your apartment and try and have sex, of course. But at the same time, especially once you've gotten a little bit of experience, you've had a couple of dates, you've you've had a bit of sex and stuff, you can just slow it down and enjoy the process. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. I really- yeah, It was fun. <laughs> she was a total fucking sweetie. She was nervous as shit. Yeah. Speaking of which, I didn't notice this, but you said you did when she was making her little figurine thing that her she was like, were, like shaking. shaking like <laughs> fucking crazy. She was really nervous. I asked her afterwards when we had the, when we were on the second date, when we met her the second time, mm. I said, were you nervous at first? And she's like, oh yes. I was like very <laughs> fucking nervous because she's very inexperienced. She's 18. She's been in one relationship before. And this was our first date. Th- sorry. This was her first date. Mm-hmm. First date she's ever been on because she met the other guy through school when she was younger. Yeah. And she said she only just got out of yeah. said relationship. They broke up like a couple of weeks ago. We're the first people that she's ever met on any day ever in her entire life. Mm. And so that was kind of fun. Yeah. She's like, I have no idea what to do on a date. And I was like, you just make clay models. That's what every date is. Every date is you make little fucking clay figurines of like random animals. Mm -hmm. You made a pig. I made a fox. She made a penguin. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's normal. And then you talk about BDSM. That's like, that's normal. That's you guys listening. Leave a comment below. That's a normal date, actually. Right? No, no, no. Okay. Being serious, guys. Leave a comment below. What do you guys do on your dates? Do you like to have fun? Do you like to be a little goofy? Are you just there for business? Do you screen hard? How long do you have a date? If you're a newbie, by the way, I really recommend, you know, don't have like a fucking six hour date because you're just going to be terrified and nervous. Try and invite her back. Try and make a move and all that shit. But for those of you who are a little more experienced, like what do you guys do on your dates? Do you slow it down? Do you have fun? Do you finger blast? (laughs) So that was the other thing. She... 
we asked her because she's been in that one relationship for a couple of years. And she said she also dated a girl when she was like in dated, high school, in like whatever 15 or something. Yeah. And so we asked her what she'd tried with said girl. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like they'd done all of the main things, kissing, going down on one another. But then the last one. <laughs> so, so for context, fill in the context. You've got to imagine this is like a very cute, very slim, very petite, tomboyish, pretty adorable girl. She's pretty fucking adorable. Super like, she's very, like, feminine and cute and giggly and just, like, f- happy. Now, with that context, what did she say she'd done with the other girl that she, you know, fooled around with in school? And this is exactly her to quote what she said. She called it finger blasting. And so, you she non-ironically started- <laughs> said the term finger blasting. I said, what have you done with this girl that you, no. you fooled around with? And or she was goes, it, like, no, was it finger banging? No, it's finger blasting. Are you sure it wasn't yeah, banging? Yeah, it's finger blasting. If it's finger banging, that's not any better. I think Guys, it was banging. What, <laughs> what girl have you ever in your her- in your entire life, and girls too, have you ever heard a girl non-ironically, like not in a joking, like use the term finger blast? That's something that a guy will say with his mates when he's drunk. He's like, oh, I finger finger blasted this slut last night. Like, I think it was finger banging. It's finger blasting. You're ruining the story. The point is, even if it's finger banging, it's like girls don't talk like that. Sure. And I said that to her. I was like, what the fuck are you saying? That's not how girls talk. And she got really embarrassed. You made her very uncomfortable. And because then she said, she non-ironically said finger blasting. And then the second like time Like it was just the most normal thing ever. She's like, you know, we kissed, we held hands, I finger blasted her. And it's like, what? <laughs> finger blasted. Anyway, this is all the boring shit. Let's get to the good shit. Sure. So we tried some BDSM or we said- she met us. For, she met us for BDSM, sure. right? She was super nervous. At some point, we had fun, and, and you know, it, w- it was going fun. So that's exactly when I ended it. You always got to end when you're having fun. Anyway, it was getting late, so I said, like, whatever, we'll end the date. And then we texted her and said, like, let's meet up a second time. But we met up in a sex toy shop where I said, let's go to a sex toy shop because we don't have any of our toys and shit like that. So I said, you know, we'll, we'll buy some toys. We'll, we'll show you around the sex toy shop. Maybe we'll buy a vibrator or something. We had nothing because we were on holidays in this hotel. Mm-hmm. We walked around. We bought a vibrator or something. Yep. And then we took her back and had sexual coitus, mm-hmm. sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. And she was pretty fucking into it. She was, like, nervous, but holy shit. She was, like. She was very proactive. Surprisingly so. For someone who's so, like, inexperienced. I mean, she's experienced with her boyfriend. But when you're meeting someone new. The second time you have- Guys, you will say the same thing. The second girl- If you've only had sex with one girl, when you have sex with the second girl, it almost doesn't matter how experienced you were with the first. It's a new person and you're terrified of like, what if I do the wrong thing? What if she doesn't like it? How do I please her? It's a new person. It's a new experience. It's like if you've had a job for five years, when you go to the second- The next job, you're nervous. You don't go like, oh, but I was in a job for five years, so I should be fine. So, she was super nervous, super- But she would- Like you said, she was really fucking- Once we- Got going. Yeah. She was really passionate and shit. She was yeah. like pretty fucking crazy. It was I, like the lid had been taken off the container because her ex was very vanilla. Yeah, very. I mean, and the- I will say her energy that she gave us was off was very different during sex. She was like crazy during sex. In, in a good way. When you say way. crazy, I mean, she was just like very She was crazy. She was, a cra- she was a wild one. She was fucking crazy. <laughs> in a, I mean that in a good way. I mean that in a really good way. She just like- It was like the beast got unleashed. Yeah. Guys, you, you know what I'm talking about. When you have sex with a girl and she's just like crazy over the top passionate and it's just like fucking insane. She just grabs your dick and sucks it like a vacuum cleaner. Like she was very much like that. And she took to things really well. Like 
she was really nervous about like going down on you. So I just showed her and I, I you know, I demonstrated it on you. And then I said, just do it like this. And I said, the most fun thing you can do with someone when you're go with a girl and guys like do this as well, tease her. Like don't actually lick her pussy. Just be between her legs and kiss everywhere or lick everywhere that isn't her clit. Just go everywhere except her clit. Do that for mm -hmm. like five minutes. And the entire time she'll be begging and shit. And, you're, and you just kind of keep it going and you go like, no, I don't think you've been good enough yet. I will lick your clit when I feel like it. And I just said that to her casually. I said like, oh, it's fun to tease. And she mm. did a really, she just immediately started teasing you. She had this like evil look on her face with a smile. So it's not like completely evil, but like, like a little brat. She was really enjoying teasing the fuck out of you. And you were like begging, you were like, please. And she's just like, and I asked her a few times, I was like, oh, are you going to lick her clit? And she's like, no, not yet. Mm. Yeah, it was no, like she was really she fucking did a very, fun. very good job. She was very fucking, especially when she, we haven't fully, you know, talked about this yet, but her ex was very vanilla. She mentioned that quite a few times and she'd done nothing with him. Despite being very into BDSM, they'd tried yeah. handcuffs one time. Once he came home completely drunk and said, call me daddy. And she was like crazy into it. Mm. And then the next day he woke up, I think he has like Christian guilt or something. She did say he is Catholic. He woke up the next day and he's like, that thing we did last night, we're never doing that again. And she's all like, oh, fuck, like, please, I just want to be fucked like a whore. Can you please? I mean, she didn't say that, but. Yeah, we, we asked her a lot of questions about it because I think we were both curious. But the way that she spoke about it was that they met in school. They both, like, it was a. Both innocent Catholic little school. Catholic boys and girls. Yeah. And, and have to have vanilla sex. I think she was like just naturally a very kinky person and he wasn't at all. I think she said they only really ever had missionary sex. Yeah. She said she's he's never come on her face. She's never, and I can't even believe this. She said, I've never come during, he's never made me come during sex, like, like from his dick. Which isn't unusual, but. It's unusual <laughs> given how many, and I wasn't even doing anything amazing. Mm. How often, she came twice. Yeah. When okay. I was fucking her. Easily. Like, like at one point she's, and it would have been, could have been three because there was that time when she's like, I'm going to come. And I was like, no, you're not. And then I stopped. Mm. And that did, that was like, I was fucking her hard. Like, sure, I was being hard. But for like 20 seconds and she's like, I'm going to come. And I'm like, well, we haven't even, we just got started. Mm. And the reason I'm saying that is because like she'd given all the context of like, you know, I haven't been fucked properly before. I've never orgasmed like during sex. I've never tried a vibrator. I've never mm. tried any toys. We tried handcuffs once, but he hated it. It's always missionary. And she was really fucking kinky, like just filthy. And again, I think part of that is because the lid was opened. It's like you opened that can of worms. You opened Pandora's box. You said to her, you know, we essentially said, you have permission to be as filthy or slutty as you want. Just go crazy. We'll never judge you. Like we didn't actually say that, although sometimes we do say that to girls. But it was like all the talk that we had about BDSM and toys. And we said, we'll try some stuff. It'll be fun. Like she basically had permission to just let everything out. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, it was like it was like several years of like repressed sexual energy, like Catholic guilt. She even said she felt guilty about some sex stuff because yeah. of the Catholic. Not upbringing. so much now, but in the like, in yeah, the past. sure, yeah, yeah. And she was fucking crazy. Like she was really fucking crazy. She was really good at teasing you. At one point, she's very petite and small, so I picked her up and like bounced her up and down on my cock. Like mm -hmm. she liked that. You liked that. You always get horny when I do that. What else did we do? I came on her face. She was like really fucking horny when I did that. Her making out with you was really hot. Basically, it was like really fucking good sex, like but yep. really wild, crazy sex. She was like crazy. the The way she was looking at me, because at one point after I came on her face, I started fucking you, mm. and she was watching us with like lust. Like she just had those crazy eyes, guys. You'll know what I'm talking about. Crazy in a good way, where they just go like f like a fucking animal. She was just like looking at us with this giant smile on her face, and she was like 
grabbing you and grabbing me. Oh, Jesus, that was incredibly fucking hot. Mm. Like fucking you while she was that crazy. Yeah, she was a wild one. And then like I said, she came like twice with mm. like no effort whatsoever. Like that was like no fucking effort. I think we ended up, that was the other thing. We ended up having sex for not even a long time. I think it was like an hour and 10 minutes or something. And afterwards, when we were done, when we were cuddling, by the way, guys, cuddling is the best, like after sex, that's the best time to like talk about this shit, to ask questions, to like get some insight into girls' minds. If you, if you haven't had a lot of experience, ask them questions. Like, what kind of dates have you been on? What do you like during sex? Like, what do you want? What are your hopes and dreams? Like, just just ask questions about, like, female nature. What do you think about masculine men? Do you like when I'm rough with you? Just ask any questions that you've always wanted to know. Ask after sex, because that's when girls are the most honest with you, and you'll be the most honest with them. There's none of that pressure. So, after sex, we asked her a few more sex questions. Mm -hmm. And one of them was, like, what's the longest you've ever had? Because we said, how many orgasms have you ever had in a day? What Like, what's your record? And it was like, what? I think it was three. Three. And so we just did two right then in like <laughs> fucking, they were almost back to back. It was like within like 10 minutes of each other. It was within like five minutes or something. Mm. So I was like, fucking hell, how have you only had two orgasms? And then I said, what's the longest you've ever had sex for? Like, like what's your, what's your longest sex marathon? Mm. And even guys who don't have a lot of experience will say something like, oh, there was this one time me and this girl had sex for like, you know, on and off three hours or four, like- mm. Guys who haven't had a lot of sex have, have still had a sex marathon for like three hours. And this includes foreplay. We're including foreplay. Yeah. So, you're just lying on the couch, making out with a girl, playing with her tits, and you kind of fuck her for a little bit. Then you take a break. And before you know it, you've been falling around for three hours. Like, pretty much everyone's done that. And she said one hour is the most she's ever done. And I was like, no, but including foreplay. And she's like, yeah, that is including foreplay. And I was like, wait, from the moment you start kissing until you're done, an hour is the longest? And she's like, yeah, I told you, he's really vanilla. And it's like, yeah, it just sounded what like the fuck? her and her ex had a huge, like, sexual incompatibility. And- yeah. And that is such an important part of relationships. And, I mean, guys listening to my content and, you know, even girls listening to this content, I think you guys understand sexually the importance of sexual chemistry. Like, I think most people listening to this will understand, like, yeah, sex is fun. Like, why the fuck wouldn't that be an important thing to, to both genders, by the way? There's mm-hmm. this weird- stereotype that some people have that oh it's mainly girl uh sorry mainly guys that like sex and you know girls it's like no fucking girls love sex trust me so so for both genders sexual compatibility is fucking important but a lot of people just don't i don't know they just don't i don't know what this guy was thinking like if he's just if it's the catholic guilt shit or yeah and obviously like if sex wasn't that important to him but it, but was it seems to her, like it was he wouldn't. it seemed it seems like but the, from what she said, sure, we can ask more questions next time and maybe we'll do a follow-up podcast. Maybe we'll get her on the podcast. We should ask her to come on the podcast. We can just, like, not show her face or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? It seems like it was because, you know, getting drunk and coming home and saying, call me daddy, he obviously has that fantasy. Yeah. Like, no one made him do that. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, like, we can't ever do that again. It's like, bro, what, did Jesus in the middle of the night tell you, like, <laughs> you're a naughty boy for saying that, you shouldn't do that. Like, did God come down and say, I'm going to smite you if you ever do that again? Like, where did this, like, weird guilt come from? So, it, it really is important that you guys and girls get the sexual compatibility right. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like, you're not always going to want to fight. Like, one person might be hornier than the other. I think for the most part, you and I have pretty much equal, like, sex drive. I mm-hmm. think we're pretty fucking equal. Mm-hmm. I think, and I have a really fucking high sex drive. And you just 
I don't think you've ever said no to me unless you're like, you know, actually like your mum died or something. I don't think you've ever said no. And that's kind of all you really want is like, is the, is the other person willing to say yes 99% of the time when you want it? Or another way you can look at it is, are they, are they open-minded enough to try new shit with me? And obviously they're not going to be into, you know, not everyone has everything the same in terms of kinks. But are they at least willing to try some shit with me? And it sounds like this guy not only didn't want to have sex as much as she wanted it. Mm. Like, he just didn't really see. The sex itself was boring as fuck and he wasn't open-minded. And she would bring stuff up like, can we try ropes? And he'd just like, no, not even going to try it. So, it's not just how much is that, how strong is their sex drive? It's also how willing are they to explore new things with me? Will they at least try something and see if it's good? You're basically talking about open-mindedness. And that applies to even more than the bedroom. For a compatible relationship. Mm. I don't know how they got to two years together. It's impressive. It's impressive, but also sad. Yeah, very. And she did, no, she did say, you know, I even said to her, like, you obviously got something out of the relationship or you wouldn't have been together. And she's like, yeah, no, everything else was like, nice. It's just mm. the the sex. And this happens quite a few. We meet quite, we've met quite a few girls where they were just in very vanilla relationships and they come to us specifically because the last relationship, like, wasn't very satisfying. Mm. So, shout-outs to any women listening. If you want to come to us and get educated, you must be lean, feminine. What else do they have to have? Nice. You have to be nice. <laughs> I feel like that's enough. But being serious, it, it's funny how many we screen in, how many girls we screen in that have just been in, like, really bad, just, like, boring as shit relationships where they weren't allowed or they didn't feel like they had permission to just be themselves like to be really slutty i guess we're talking about or they, they were worried about being judged for being slutty air quotes i'm air quoting that mm. i don't think you're slutty if you want to try sex but we'll probably get some weird woman who'll read that who'll hear that and be like andy thinks that women are sluts if they want to have sex mm. no i don't anything else we told her to write a bucket list mm -hmm. that's something that i recommend all you guys do with girls that you, you plan on seeing you know at least more than a couple of times Get them to write you a sexual bucket list. So mm -hmm. they will write down all the sexual stuff they want to try. And then you can write your own bucket list. You and I already have, so we don't need to write one right now. Mm -hmm. And you basically tick off stuff from her list and stuff from your list. And the the reason why I get you guys to write, to get her to write a list is she'll come up with shit you never would have even thought of. Like, she'll have weird fantasies that on paper you'll look at it and you'll be like, I don't know, let's think of one. You want me to tie you up and blindfold you and put you in the corner and just ignore you for an hour? Like, how is that fun? But, like, that's a fantasy of yours. Yeah. Yeah, and I think ultimately we, or I know you talk about building something with mm -hmm. a girl, whether that's, like, us seeing a girl together or any listeners who just want, like, with one girl. And that's a good way to do it. It means that every time you see one another, you can find something fun to do. You can do something yeah. new together. You can tick it off. You're building sexual adventures together. Yeah. You're building memories, sexual memories together. You, you, you're coming together, having fun, exploring things rather than what a lot of people do. I've noticed like how many, I'm not a pickup artist, but like how many like dating, dating coaches, dating advice people mm. or getting laid people or pickup artists or any of that kind of shit, relationship experts, they don't talk about sex. They just talk about like how to get to the point where you're having sex. They'll tell you every single thing you can possibly say to a woman when you step outside the house. They'll tell you how to do all these little tricks and weird shit. They'll tell you what to do on a date, but they don't tell you what to do during sex. It's like, it almost reminds me of like, it's very like childlike. It's like a little child is like, 
we're going to do all this stuff and then we're going to get to the sex and it will be great. And it's like, yeah, but when you get there, you have to know what you're doing when you get there. Mm. It's the most like neglected part of dating advice. Yeah, it's like, almost- how do I actually fuck her brains out? How do we have a good time? How do we build something? What were you going to say? Oh, sorry. I was going to say it almost set seems like there's two categories one's a dating coach and one's like a sex coach yeah sex therapist yeah which is weird to me because it's like sex is such an integral part of dating and you're Mm. covering everything leading up to it and then you're just like it's out of my hands now what happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom it's like a weird thing people don't want to talk about it's like puritanical or something Mm. we we can't we can't talk about private stuff and it's like why so you're just going to send it's it's like the weird i don't know if it's because we live in puritanical societies which we definitely do like no one wants to talk about sex Let's go on YouTube and what like look up any manner of horrible fucking violent shit. But heaven forbid you talk this video I can't monetize. And we said before we did this, when we do this video, you have to be careful that you talk about this stuff in kind of a clinical advice giving way, rather than being too over the top sexual, because it will get taken off. Mm. Uh, YouTube literally won't let me talk about this stuff in a sexual way. I can't tell you guys how much fucking fun it was. Like I can't go into great detail about the sex we just had. Yep. We have to talk about it like from the outside, like third person perspective, like being clinical about it. Because we people are just weird about the topic of sex. They really are. They're, they're judgmental. They're terrified of like, oh, but that's private. We can't talk about private stuff. Yet we can talk about violence. We can talk about money. We can talk about weird shit like that. So it, it's one of those things that's very neglected, mm. like the actual sex shit. And it's one of the things that you and I have tried to like rally against. I just realized I look really short in this video. It's because I'm it's on this a chair, chair I'm sitting in. Yeah. There we go. Now I'm an alpha male again. I was a little beta male for a little bit there. Guys will look at this and be like, he's shorter than his girlfriend. He can't no. get laid. I'm Short guys can't get laid. I'm sitting up straighter. One of our favorite jokes, by the way, as a, you know, side note. Because you get like fags, and you are a fag if you say this. You get fags saying like, oh, short guys can't get laid. You're a fag if you say that, by the way. Straight up, you're a fag. Now, if you say I'm short and I'm worried that I can't get laid, can you make me feel better? I got time for that. I'll sp- I've, how many videos have I done now showing you short guys that get laid, showing you bald guys that get laid, showing you Indians and Asians? Of course, I will always have time for that. But if you're the person who says like, it's impossible to get laid if you're short, you're mm-hmm. a fag. No, that would be offensive to homosexual people. What's worse than a fag? And by the way, I don't think if you're a homosexual, you're a fag. When I say the word fag, I mean you're being a fag. You're being a beta. You're being a little cuck. You're being a libtard. I don't use any of these words. You don't use any of these words, I know. You're basically being a little pussy bitch. So don't be a little pussy bitch. But one of our favorite little jokes to get back on topic is anytime we see a couple where the guy is shorter than the girl, even if they're holding hands, even if they're making out, even if he's got his finger, he's finger blasting her right there in the middle of the shopping mall. I will always say like, oh, look at that guy. He's shorter than his girlfriend. He can't get laid. And it's like, even if he's in the middle of like making out with her, I'd be like, yep, short guys can't get laid. Sarcastically, obviously. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's like a ton of guys where they're shorter than the girlfriend. It's like, well, according to the incels on the internet, he shouldn't be, what he's doing is literally impossible. So let me just memory hole that thing that I just saw. Let's pretend we did. They're probably just friends. They're probably just friends. He can't mm-hmm. get laid. He's short. And then he starts like finger blasting her. And they're like, he's just doing that as a friend. Mm-hmm. That's just he's doing a favor for her before she goes and fucks a real man. She just doesn't know he's short. Maybe she's blind. <laughs> she can't tell that he's short. So, yeah, short guys can get laid. All of you, shout outs to all my short brethren out there. There's like lots of short guys, by the way. And funnily enough, short guys can get laid. Otherwise, there wouldn't be so many fucking Asians. Right? That's true. Let's end on that r- Unpolitically correct. 
end. I th- it's just like statistically Asians are shorter. That's just like a thing. You're being racist right now. I don't think you can say these things. Guys, leave a comment below. Is it racist to point out that Asians are short? Please don't leave On a comment below. Average. I literally don't give a fuck if yeah, you think It's just like <laughs> I literally could not give a shit. Fuck racism. Racism is a weird word that people say when they're like, don't want to actually talk about anything. Same as like homophobe or bigot or just like, ugh. anyway, let's not get politically correct because that shit's boring to me. This girl, back on topic. After sex, she was super affectionate, cuddly. I said to one of my coaching clients today, I just had a call with a, a guy who signed up for my coaching. So, guys, if you would like to sign up for coaching, I will allow that. I will let you. <laughs> Email. <laughs> you are allowed to sign up for coaching with me. That's my marketing strategy going forward. You know how people are like, links in the description below. Like, you know, I offer a coaching service and I do this. I'm going to change your life. Mine is just like, if you want to do coaching with me, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Like, <laughs> I'll let you if you're cool. Mm. My market, my my coaching is literally like you have to go through the whole process of like. Sure, you got to be serious. Do I think you're? Do point. I think you're actually serious or not? Otherwise, get fucked. Are you actually going to change your life if you work with me? If if you're not going to even try, then go fuck off. Like that's that's my coach. That's my marketing strategy. Go fuck yourself. That's my marketing strategy. And whoever makes it through the go fuck yourself bit, like if they can, if I can say go fuck yourself and they still were like, no, 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 I really want to do coaching with you. And I'm like, fuck off. And if they're like, no, I won't fuck off, sir. I want to do coaching you with don't. you. Then I'm like, okay, you can do coaching with me. So she was super affectionate afterwards. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I was talking to a coaching guy today and, and he, we were talking about this and I said like, she kind of after sex, it's like she was sitting on the bed. You went to the toilet and she was just sitting there. I think this happens with inexperienced girls. The first time they have a casual relationship, they don't know what like the rules are, so to speak. So they don't know like, am I allowed to cuddle after sex or mm. do I have to leave? Do I sleep over? Like, do I go get an Uber? Like, what do I do? And so a lot of the time, guys, I, whatever you want, tell her that. Or make it happen. Or like, you're going to have to take the lead. Otherwise, it's just going to be awkward afterwards. So, you know, I just grabbed her and I said, come here, come for a cuddle. And then she was like super fucking cuddly. Exactly what we're looking for. We like really affectionate girls afterwards. Yeah. Really snuggly. We talked for a while. She texted us like multiple fucking times Mm. afterwards to say she had a ton of fun, which is sweet. I like when girls do that. Most of the time we text first and say, oh, that was fun. Yeah. I like when they preemptively do that. It's nice when you get a girl who's like a... A friendly, enthusiastic texter. Enthusiastic is the right word for it. Yeah. And every guy listening is like, oh my God. Yeah. I like when the girl actually fucking replies within. Like this chick will reply within like 10 minutes, five minutes, even if you text her. Sure. And every guy's listening is like, why can every girl not be like that? The answer is you just have to date the less experienced girls. I don't think it's a girl guy thing either. I think it's like people play a lot of like text games. Oh yeah, for sure. Guys are bad at this too. Annoying. But it's yeah. nice when they're not and she sends all smiley faces and it's cute. It, her it's whole wet. vibe is very cute and affectionate and friendly. Yeah, she's very open with her affection, which is exactly what we're looking for. And if you if you guys want that too, it's just something you screen for. Just screen for that. Like if a girl is like that, go like, okay, I'm going to give her my time. If she's not, if she takes fucking three days to reply to your text, that's a that's if she takes three days, she's probably dead or something. But if she takes a day to reply to every single text consistently all the time and you don't like that, then don't spend your time with her. Or send her a message, like talk to her, especially if it's a girl you're already seeing and just be like, hey, I really like when girls are like a bit more. I'm not sure if you're into me or not. You're taking a while to reply. Like I kind of like girls who reply a little quicker. So, you know, if you want to do that, awesome. That'd be great. If not, go fuck yourself. And then she'll be forced to do it because you should always force to do it. Everyone 
force everyone to do everything you want them to do at all times, right? Mm-mm. Are you saying every government ever is wrong? <laughs> I'm not saying- Are you one of them fucking right-wing Trump supporters? You a Trump supporter, bro? This is a very separate story, but today in Australia, I heard a cashier accuse a customer of being a Trump supporter under her breath. Yeah, which like, this is like not the kind. So for Americans, they're like, what are you talking about? I hear people accuse others of being a Trump yeah, supporter all the time. We're in, we're in a different country. And it's a parody. It's like such a fucking. I've, I've, I've had a couple of European people tell me as well that like non ironically, someone called them a Trump supporter and they're like, this is Poland, you fucking psycho. <laughs> like, why would I support Trump, you fucking weird cunt? It's like they just saw it on the TV one time and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, Trump supporter. That's the new insult, along with racist and uh, all the other weird shit. I don't know if racist is topical right now. Anti- anyway. Anti-vaxxer. Yep. Anyway. How many vaccines have you had today? <laughs> today? Yeah. Talk to my mum about that. Are you vaccinated? Actually. I was vaccinated 11 times this morning. Wow, you must be really virtuous. No, it was like the the guy told me like, this will make you feel really good. And I was like, okay, <laughs> what is it? And he's like, it's that good shit. And I was like, oh, it's a needle. It must be like vaccine, right? And he injected like into into the arm, into the arm vein. I felt really good. I'm not going to lie. I slept for like fucking eight hours. I was like, I, f- I was like chasing dragons and shit. That was amazing. So I see why they always saying like, go get vaccinated. Yeah, he didn't have his teeth and shit, that guy. And it was in an alleyway. And I woke up, like, and I'd shat myself and pissed myself. And then, like, I lost track of the days and stuff. But, yeah, that was, like, really good. That was that felt really good. I felt very vaccinated from that. And he says next time it's going to cost, like, $300 per hit or something. I don't know what that's all about. But, yeah. So, I, I really... Actually, I might go get a vaccinate, vaccinated right now. I'm actually feeling, like, the urge really badly. Like, I want to kill myself if I can't get vaccinated right now. He said it was called like the H vaccine or something, like the big H, big H or something. He said he had other stuff too, like crystal or some shit. I don't know what that is, but yeah, it's different vaccines. I'm going to go. So we'll probably go like do that. Am I good now? Do you want some? I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Well, I'm going to catch you later. I'm going to go get vaccinated another seven times right now. Fuck yeah. I'm going to get fucked up on vaccines. For the record, Andy would like to say that none of this is medical advice and that you should not get vaccinated. (laughs) Wait, wait, am I allowed to say that or am I going to get demonetized if I say you shouldn't get vaccinated? I bet you there's some sort of weird like screening thing where it it hears the word vaccine and get like- So get vaccinated if you would like to. Don't get vaccinated if you wouldn't like- No, you you have to get vaccinated. Even if you wouldn't like to, get vaccinated. Is that- Am I trusting the science? Am I doing it right? (laughs) What am I supposed to tell people? I actually don't know what to tell people. What am I, as a somewhat authority, supposed to tell people? As somewhat authority, do your own research, make your own decisions. You're not allowed to say that. That's like fucking, you're, you're anti-science adult. for saying that. I'm not anti-science. You're an anti-vaxxer. I don't think you're supposed to say, like, do your own research. I think you're supposed science to say- Science is built on questioning. I don't think you're supposed to question anything. That's not science, though. That's that not real is. science. You're not no. talking real science. You're talking about that, like, uh, weird conspiracy theory right-wing shit that I've heard so yeah, much about. Yeah. So, the answer to the guys fucking- We actually don't give a fuck about vaccines, by the way. That shit's all so gay. This was all, like, a big skit. But I do want to end by saying this chick was awesome. Yeah. And we might do some, like, photo shoots and shit with her. Do some, like, BDSM artwork. We showed her a little bit. Mm, see if she wants to. Yeah, that's something we haven't done for a little bit. Or we did with the last girl, and then she was like, you can't put those on your website. I, I always ask, like, I feel like that goes without saying. Mm. 
sometimes we do photos and I'm like, can these go on my website? Can I share these on my blog? And she, she was like, I'd rather you not. So it's like, fuck, well, then there's no point taking them mm. if you don't get to put them in your portfolio. But yeah, we do want to, we've talked about it this a little bit. We do want to build like a BDSM portfolio. We already have one. Mm. I don't think I can link to it or even mention it Ooh. on YouTube. I don't think they'll like that because it's like directly linking to like nudity and shit, but it exists. It's on a website. It's I not on my main website. You it's could somewhere just, else. You could say it out loud. But you I don't want to. I don't want to. Fuck it. If anyone cares, like, bad luck. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> my coaching clients. If Okay. So, if you guys pay me money, I will tell you. What, I don't think actually anyone gives a fuck. But anyway, long story short, taking mm. photos is fun. Mm. Nude artwork is something fun that we've liked to, we like to do. We've done a lot of it in the past. Mm-hmm. We'll see if this chick wants to do some. We're going to see her again. Because we're moving to that town where she Whenever lives, or that move. city. Yeah. yeah, we'll move in the next. I've already got an apartment. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get this place. Yeah, we'll be moving in the next like week or two. I'm already in the process of boxing everything. Holy shit, is that fun? Uh. No, it's not. So yeah, guys, go out there, try some BDSM. If you want to do what we have done multiple times now, fucking lots of times, and you want to get your girl to set up her Tinder, really, all you need to do. We've done a podcast about this in the past. Just go. Google it. Fuck you. Do your own research. That's the answer. I love you guys. So if you want me to actually tell you what to do, just set her her profile to bisexual. Just mention in there that she's in an open relationship or, you know, she's looking for girls to teach with you. Have a picture of you at the end of your profile if you want to. You don't have to. You can just send her a picture afterwards. You're basically just looking for girls. And then the first message is just like, hey, I'm looking for something very specific on here. You know, a guy that I'm dating wants to help teach girls with me or we want to teach girls together or we want to try BDSM if you're into that. If you're not, just say we want to explore with girls together. Is that something you're up for? Go on a date, have a drink, take her back to your place. It's a lot easier than guys think it is. And the coaching clients of mine who've actually tried to have threesomes all end up having threesomes. But what I see a lot of the time is guys going like, oh, I'd love fucking threesomes, but maybe one day. And it's like, bro, why not today? It's not that hard. Or if you don't want to get your girl to set her Tinder up for that, if you're just a single guy and you don't have any girls, just every single girl that you meet say, have you ever fooled around with another girl before or thought about it or imagined it or you want to? doesn't fucking matter how you phrase it. And then you'll find two that say, yes, I want to or yes, I have. It was fun. And then you just invite them both over. Show them each other's pictures. Make sure they both like each other, which most girls do like each other. Girls nice. Apart from that one girl that I tried it on and she said, hmm. I'm not really into Asians. And I was like, that's so fucking racist. What? I told you about that. That was like the first, that was like years before you and I had, and I gave up after that. I was like, I was like a little pussy because she said like no to Asians. And I was like, I can never have a threesome. And then I stopped trying until I met you. And then we had like threesomes. Yeah, no, she didn't. And that Asian chick was really fucking hot. So when I told you about mm. that was like 31, she had a high pro- profile job. She was like really small and petite. She was really sexy. It's a perfect body. And then, like, this girl's just like, mm, she's really hot, but I don't like Asians. And I was like, what? Like, you don't like, they don't, I'll get her to shower so she doesn't smell like rice or something. Like, <laughs> don't roll your eyes at me. Hey, I'm not the fucking racist one who doesn't like Asians. Sure, it's, just, it's a sexual preference. I actually, by the way, I actually don't give a fuck if someone's racist. Like, I, I hate the word racism. I hate that people, like, like, be racist as you want. If you don't like fucking Asians, like, go nuts. My best mate fucking hates Indians like crazy. Probably just isolated like all the Indian audience right now. But like everyone has a race they don't like. By the way, Asians being the, any Asian f- people out there, 
you guys will f- be the first to admit you guys are the most fucking racist. Like <laughs> Asians, <laughs> I got Asian friends who are just like, yeah, we're the most fucking racist. Yeah, my Chinese dads. Your dad's like pretty. Racist. Of course, like every fucking, and it's not even racist. It's just a it's preference. Not- I hate the word fucking racist. By the way, I hate that people are like, oh my god, it's racist. It's like, no, I just don't like your race. I just like another race. Not, we're not saying like, oh, gas the Jews or some shit. Yeah, that's racist. Sure, they don't want other races to. You're die. not saying you want other races to suffer. You're just saying I don't particularly like the culture. Of, that you, yeah, yeah, it's not even racism. It's like culture. I'm fucking racist. I hate politicians. I hate socialists. I'm racist against socialists. I actually don't hate socialists. I just want them to leave me the fuck alone, which is coincidentally the one thing they don't want to do. <laughs> that's like that's like the, I feel like rule one of being a socialist is like tell everyone what to do. Everyone has to like be on Every, board with yeah. what I want. Otherwise, Otherwise it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Even though it doesn't work even if everyone is on board. So as long as you're not a socialist, I won't discriminate against you. And you can be a socialist. Just don't fucking talk to me. Or if you want to talk to me, just don't talk to me about socialism. Talk to me about, like, normal people shit, like BDSM and fucking girls in threesomes. All right, let's start wrapping up. This was fun. This was the first one of these, like, freeform ones we've done in a while. Mm -hmm. The first time you've been on this podcast in, like... Quite a while. Yeah, yeah, since the end of the 365 project. Mm. You look leaner. You definitely look like you've lost weight. You've lost, like, three or so kilos since the last time you came on. Maybe two kilos. We're both on that weight loss journey. I look leaner. I went back and looked at some old podcast that i did like six months ago i was a little fat fuck i don't know how you guys listen to me how'd you guys respect me i was like a little pudgy i was like that little fucking doughboy or whatever he's called i was like dunkin donuts like after picture i was the after picture and before and after on dunkin donuts advertising i was like an internet i was like someone who moved from eastern europe to america i was like that person like two years into their america journey mm. but yeah we look good look at this we're so fucking cute we're on that weight loss journey. You still got like how many more kilos to go? Mm, at least five. Five kilos. I got like 55 kilos to lose and then we'll fucking make it happen. So we're going to bang this girl again. We'll see if we can get her on the podcast. This was fun. Love you all very much. Leave a comment below and tell us how you normally like to have sex. Like how you normally have sex. Is it super crazy? Is it passionate? Is it gentle? Is it vanilla? Like what do you guys normally like to do? Don't be too explicit or YouTube will probably block your comment. Tell us how you like to have dates as well. If you want coaching... Maybe I'll let you do that. I might let you guys sign up for coaching. We'll see. We'll see. It depends if you're fucking cool or not. If you're lame, I will work with you. If you're cool, I have no interest in working with you. The end. Loves and kisses and hugs and all that good shit. You got to say something in the outro. Say something racist. I don't want to say something racist. Guys, I'm dating a fucking like cock.